Hey, welcome to another episode of the Video Store Junkies. This week, the gang is gathered around the counter at the video store because we've got in a new two VHS tape film. It's it's one of those ones that takes so long, it, it's one of those big, thick boxes. Yep, we're watching Zack Snyder's Justice League. So this one has a bit of a, a well, long history. Um, long story short, the film was almost done. Uh, it and uh, Zack Snyder had a family tragedy and had to uh, withdraw from the production. And the suits uh, decided to hand it to Josh Whedon. And mm. uh, they... Um... Well, crap. I don't know. Somebody else want to cover this? It seemed like a good idea at the time. Yeah. Know, having done Avengers and Avengers 2, which H made like a billion dollars and showed he could handle a team movie. So what could go wrong? Right. But the thing is, they basically took it and and tried to almost uh, MCU it up, yeah. And, you know, add jokes, make it lighter, and they made it much shorter and cut it down. They gave him what was it? Was it a hundred million? How much more did 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 Joss get? Um, to yeah, to to basically they did massive reshoots and and different you know everything like this. Scott, I think I think they added, did at least an extra hundred million. Yeah, to, for the. Uh, and depending on who you talk to, yeah, I was, talk yeah, I was talking about original, that. yeah, yeah, the original cut, right? Because apparently, so they showed the film to the suits when uh, Zack Snyder had it. They said it was almost done; it needed a little bit of sound work. And they said it did need about thirty to forty million in special effects. Um, there was a family tragedy; he had to leave the production. And even though there, there had been some grumbling about the um, sort of the dour nature of the of Batman v Superman and so forth, and so they took they took this as a way to bring in Joss Whedon, lighten it up, make it all happy and pretty, give it a give him a hundred million dollars to do it. He did massive reshoots, and it bombed. Um, people hated it, and almost immediately people started doing hashtag release the Snyder cut. Uh, fast forward, and I think it was I think it was just February of last year, twenty twenty, was it not? That they gave um, they gave Zack Snyder basically complete control. He didn't take. He said he didn't take any salary, but they did give him additional, like you said, seventy million yeah. to restore the film essentially to what it was to finish off the special effects. And he did a little bit extra shooting. And what we got was a, a four-hour film that is now available on uh, HBO Max. So um, after that long rambling introduction, which is, um, I guess, fitting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so let's. Uh, I want to pass this around the uh, the the counter and um see what each of you have to think about just a real quick uh when did you when you know how how did you see this did you watch since it was four hours did you watch it one sitting did you watch it in chunks um and did you see the the whedon version the just whedon version and then we can go from there so uh how, how about you renee i did not watch the whedon cut i don't know who that is um and i just watched <laughs> um the um I just watched the Snyder Cut. Uh, it took me a couple of days. I watched uh, probably the first hour, then a midsection, and I watched the last hour tonight. I actually just finished up about 15 minutes ago. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Cool beans. And uh, um, all right, Bill, how about you? I went out to see the Wayden version the day it came out like an ass and uh, <laughs> was thoroughly unimpressed. Um, just, it just, to me, was everything just, this describes what's wrong with DC movies and what's right with Marvel movies. 
I mean, I consider Endgame to be one of my favorite movie-going experiences. Not not just the movie itself. I enjoy the movie, but the experience of watching it with that crowd was probably something I'm never going to be able to duplicate. And uh, this one was a severely subdued response from everyone because it was just, it was just forgettable. Um, so I was disappointed because I had pretty high expectations, uh, having been a being a fan of Waden at the time. So I watched I watched the Snyderverse the day it was available. Uh, watched it in one fell swoop. Oh. And um, I you know we'll we'll get into what I thought about it, but yeah, it, well I mean it, let's put it this way: if it if I had been feeling the way I felt about the first one, I'm sure I would have done it in two days just to make the suffering linger. But I, I kept right on going. It, it did not feel like four hours. It felt like three hours. I mean, it didn't feel like, oh, that just breezed by. No, there had to be a few bathroom breaks and, you know, one or two dinners in there. But it's it's a long movie. There's no getting around it. But um, it didn't feel that long. Well, I forgot to actually have you guys introduce yourselves. Yeah, I thought that too, but you know, like, uh, <laughs> well, yeah. we did mention your name. So, uh, you know, I, we've got Bill and Renee around the counter with me, and this is uh, Paul. And, uh, I, I didn't see the Joss Whedon version because uh, I had seen I had seen Man of Steel and I kind of fir that first liked the direction. I was like, wow, this is kind of mm -hmm. different take. And then I saw Batman v Superman uh, with my sons. And uh, I was like, at the, we walk walking out on that one. I'm like, oh, it was, it was OK. I kind of enjoyed the inner. And then they just pummeled me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and the yeah. more I thought about it, um, it was the way I described it was it's like eating. a It was like eating a big overstuffed pizza. That you know, at the time you're like, this is pretty good. It's got all this crap on it, and then like about five minutes later, it sits in your stomach, and then you want to vomit and never will eat it again. So I had it did, no... it did give us Wonder Woman, and that was that, that's that true. Was well, strange. she was you know she was like you know a nice a nice bit of uh, Canadian bacon or or pepperoni. That oh was my god! <laughs> the rest of it was like you know it wasn't good. A nice piece of well, Canadian I'm trying to think of something that was bacon. tasty. That was that was a some, uh, I don't want to say. No, I know, but I mean, I like wow. Canadian bacon on my pizza. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Was, what I was saying was, it wasn't that. meant to see. Now, 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 you're gonna make me sound really bad and creepy. Oh, we, we're making no, no. you sound. Bad. Let me save myself. It was yeah. meant to be. Let me dig my hole deeper. It was not meant to be be like a food met. That it was bringing the food metaphor too far. Basically, she was a she was a shining spot. So, um, long story short, we decided to watch this. So I watched it. I broke it up into four chunks. I just watched it basically an hour each. And uh, I can just I can all quick and dirty on that one is I I was not bored. So um, let's let's jump into because this is it's all about the, the superheroes and the characters in this. So I kind of want to, like, take each one of the, the main characters and right. see what you well, guys we should, think. We about should probably them. warn people that we thought about trying to do spoiler free and that's kind of impossible. So if. If you don't want it to be spoiled and you have no idea that Superman actually comes back, oops, um, you know, maybe you should go watch it like everybody else in the world. So you have, a, you know, you can... that's true. Yeah, exactly. So um, let's I want to actually dive into first. I want to dive into Batman because he was the one who sort of gathers the team together. And that's played by Ben Affleck. And um, just kind of throw that out there and see what you guys uh, think about the character, how he's used in the movie and how um, how Ben did. I, I I liked it. I thought he did. He he kind of the character was a, a little more personable, I think, in this because I think he does a good job with the character. Um, and I, I thought he was he was pretty good in this. I, I liked uh, how he was used and um, sort of that team leader knew when to stand step step back and realize I'm just a guy in a suit 
the rest of these people are meta humans and and I, I don't you know they need to actually do a lot of the heavy lifting yeah. which is how it comes up so um i don't know uh renee what although do you think? if i if i had to oh. kill any member of the justice league the person i would go to to you know work with me would be batman because oh, you know yeah. he has like a pocket full of kryptonite just sitting there in his bat belt <laughs> just in case uh I thought he did a good job too. It was funny when he first showed up. I I didn't remember who. I was like, that doesn't look like Christian Bale because I forgot <laughs> that Ben Affleck. Yeah, I forgot Ben Affleck was Batman now. Um, and it, I thought he did, you know, a good job. It was funny because there were moments where I'm like, oh, Ben Affleck's trying to be funny, and um, <laughs> it wasn't so bad. I I thought he did okay. Yeah, and I thought he had, you know, I know we'll eventually get to her, but. Um, he had a surprisingly good chemistry with Wonder Woman for that strange, odd moment that they focused on it. But uh, yeah, it's kind of funny. yeah, yeah. I, I like that. I thought that was. I thought you're right. That 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 was interesting. And usually, when people are doing this sort of, you know, thinking about romances, it's always Superman and Wonder Woman and all. But mm -hmm. Batman, Wonder Woman, that was an interesting thing. I I like him in this, but I don't feel like, and I don't want to say he's not Batman. He is. Mm -hmm. He's a good Batman. But to me, he's always Bruce Wayne. And yes. there's no, there, I don't really see a big difference between his Bruce Wayne and his Batman, where some actors, you know, the Batman, maybe it's a little too much. Um, he's the same guy. He's just Bruce Wayne wearing a costume. There's, there's you know, and, and, and he's also really bold now about telling everyone that he's Batman. I mean, no joke. He just walks into a bar. It's like, hey, I'm Batman. I'm looking for a guy they call Aquaman. Hey, you civilians, don't listen to this. Shut up. You don't have the internet, right? Good for safety. <laughs> He's like telling everyone there's no mystery. Uh, but I guess if you don't have, uh, you know, Robin's not around. So, you know, what, what are the villains going to do if they, I, I, but you know, that was a big point at the end. Lex Luthor tells Deathstroke, you know, hey, by the way, Bruce Wayne is Batman. And Deathstroke's like, yeah, everyone knows that. No, that he's like, this is a, that this wasn't is a revelation to him. Oh, no, that wasn't Deadpool. <laughs> no, that wasn't Deadpool. <laughs> my wife also thought that was Deadpool. Hey, Deadpool's <laughs> showing up. I'm like, no, there'd be lawsuits. I like your wife. <laughs> okay, yeah. I, I just want to throw in a plug because of that joke, that gag. Um, <laughs> Teen Titans go to the movies. Watch it. It is probably the best DC film. It's full of gags. It's a kids' film, yes, but holy shit! If you're if you're a a a, a comic fan, DC or Marvel, you enjoy it because the, the the bad guy in that is is Deathstroke, and they're like, hey, it's Deadpool. He's like, I'm not Deadpool. That so, yeah, yeah. Oh. that's funny. So anyway, yeah. So would uh, Will Arnett make a good Batman? Sorry. Well, he was he was Lego Batman, so I mean, yeah. yeah so not very know, imposing, more. potentially. Anyway, sorry. In in a Lego form, he is. My biggest complaint about the the Snyder first is that it, it it felt like very much like, oh my god, we've got to play catch up to MCU and. We got to dive into this big thing before we know who these characters are. And I've read some things where they said, "No, no, the it would, the plan was to sort of do a reverse MCU where you have these the, the main thrust of it is these these ensemble pieces, and then you do the second. It's like, no, that's bullshit. You're just trying to play catch catch up. And again, I think that was the, the to me that's the 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 biggest flaw if we wanted to say overall. Apparently that was, you know, that's at least their, the, the party line for the tone. Oh, we're going to start off really dark, but we're going to get more hopeful as we go on. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's what we're going to do. Yeah. So. But I like they, there's no, they don't have, uh, and I don't know how to pronounce the guy's name. Who's the, who's the Marvel guy, Kevin, 
Feig, Feig, Fofum, I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they need, yeah, they need one of those. They need the, the, the person who the buck stops here. And if someone's got to be fired off the movie, he fires them. If someone's got to be hired, he, they have to say, hey, I don't want to do it. There's got to be this one person who takes the heat and gets the credit if it works. Well, I thought because that was what Snyder was supposed to be, but... No, well, he shouldn't be. Okay, you don't bring in a director to be the overall producer. You bring in a producer. People don't really know what producers do. Neither do I, but a good <laughs> one can make a big difference. And and some filmmakers who are blessed with finding that producer who understands their vision and is able, you know, those are the ones who have these long, successful careers when other, maybe even more talented people, it's sort of hit or miss. Uh, a good producer is a valuable thing, and they, they need someone like that. You can't have where the directors even talk about, you know, um, uh, Patty Jenkins on the second Wonder Woman is like, well, this time I got to do it the way I wanted. It's like, yeah, you should never hear those words coming out of a director's mouth for, for a universe. This is this shouldn't be. I mean, this is what hurts Star Wars, too. We're, we're going to bring in a director, and they're going to make their own vision and screw what came before and screw what's going to come after I'm doing the middle part of the trilogy and it'll be someone else's job to clean up the mess. <laughs> That's not smart. Whether or not you like the movies or not, I actually enjoy the, you know, the whole Star Wars thing is ridiculous, as is a lot of the toxic nonsense about this. But it is insane if what they say is true that we didn't have an overall story and we're letting people come in and and add to a no, 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 get an overall story. Sit down, have a weekend of beer and pizza and plot out where things are going. You know, choreograph your your universe. Marvel. Oh, yeah, I mean that's that's what Marvel's is. Yeah, you're like, you watch. Oh, you we're watch in phase seventy five. You know. You know. You're gonna watch all the Marvel movies again in in sequence. You're like, holy crap! This was like ten years before Avengers Endgame, and there's stuff in here that eventually got referenced. I don't know if yeah. they were they knew exactly where it was all going. They obviously didn't in the beginning, but they were planting a lot of seeds, and an awful lot of those seeds sprouted. So, and, and that's not going on here. <laughs> so I want to actually get back to the characters. Um, sure. So I, I, you know, another one of the other major characters is uh, Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman, and uh, so in terms of her, like we said, we talked a little bit of her relationship with with Batman in this, but also how she's portrayed um, in this film. Uh, Bill, did you want to? Oh say yeah. Well, I think uh, what do I think? Well, uh, yeah. Let's let me say something before you compare it to a juicy T-bone steak or something. <laughs> Just for the record. Uh, yes, go ahead. I, I think, I, you know. Yes. Yeah, I, I, for the record, yeah, that's, that's not wrong. Um, yeah, this was this is probably my favorite Wonder Woman of the, what, four movies now that have had Wonder Woman in it. Um, she's great. I, I like the warrior Wonder Woman. I, I'll keep trashing Wonder Woman 84. Um, and in fairness, it's a terrible movie. Uh, you know, there, there's just so many things wrong with it. And, and I, I can't, I, I, I don't can't remember another movie that people went into with such goodwill only to you know have our face pushed into the poop um you know it's it's not well it's not dreadful but it's uh it could have been so much better and weird choices and one of the choices they made was you know she she doesn't fight with a sword and shield she fights with the power of love which they would say which they which they do kind of reference in this which is weird because this happened beforehand great. but Anyway, yeah, I hate to say this, but I, I was entertained by by uh, um, by, by Wonder Woman 84. 84. It was like a good Ilios pizza, 
You know, I I, I like yeah. a good Elias. It's a frozen pizza, but I, I enjoy it. It's, there's not much to it. It's kind of bready. You know, if you look back at it, it's, it's not the greatest it's thing. It's also for you. like it's also like the first Hollywood movie we got to see in a whole year. So after a year of no movies, the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants is looking pretty damn good. <laughs> but so, it, it, but it anyway, yeah. that, she was great in this, and 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 this I think I think this was the best Wonder Woman. I mean, it she was she was cool. She was competent. She's a she's a fighter. She's. Uh, inspirational i think the little thing where she just tells the little girl you can you can grow up to be anything you want I, that that could have been so stupid and cheesy and it, and it worked in this movie mm-hmm. um, she, she really worked for me in this and holy crap that that coup de gras where she just uh-huh. frick so you know we're doing spoilers freaking lops the head off of yep. off of steppenwolf yeah so much for the power of love yeah, just yeah like, but you That's and I love that you know love. there's a the people talk about a lot of slow motion in this. Apparently there were 24 minutes of slow motion in this film. Right. Um, but holy crap, that was that was beautiful. Just that was beautiful. Well, you and, could and, see it, you're like, oh, she's gonna cut his fucking head. Oh and it's oh. gonna roll right in front of Dark Side. It's like yeah, it was, it was great. So yeah, you know, I, I, I really awesome. liked her in this. Um Renee, what were your thoughts on uh, any thoughts on on Gagado and Wonder Woman in this and how they used her? I would agree with Bill that it was my favorite Wonder Woman uh, movie that they've had. It it was really it remi- I just like I felt like I had my friend back. You know, she wasn't <laughs> yeah, like she wasn't pining over Steve the whole time. Oh yes, yeah. yes, okay, right, right, yes, right. exactly. Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, okay, um, sorry. Um, uh, Oh, yeah, I, I really. Oh, oh d- d- yeah. See, I'm slow. I'm slow. Yeah, it's all right. Um, <laughs> yeah, and she only mentioned him twice because I was keeping track because it. Oh, she actually me mentioned him. Time. I completely forgot. She about did. Him. It yeah. was kind of like two and a half times because she mentioned him like twice, and one time she kind of alluded to him. Anyway, I was very happy with her just being like the Wonder Woman that I know and love. Uh and she didn't yeah. sexually assault any strangers. She did know? not. She did not. That was, that she did not, not. Which is good. good. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. And that's that's because she wasn't in a waiting movie. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> oh man. Though you know, the the one thing though is in, in the bank heist. I'm sorry, I don't think you know, was that supposed to be like I thought he was shooting a rocket at her and then she shent, shoots it back at him with her or was that like the force from her her things that blows out the whole freaking wall of the bank? I thought it was her yeah. was it it was a grenade. grenade. Wouldn't you that sure it was a love, a love blast? Is that what it is? And but somehow she redirected all the force of that back at him, and mm-hmm. not just a deflection. She's it. magical. She's got oh. a magic lasso. Stop. Oh, oh, yeah. that's right. It is. It is there. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not bothered <laughs> by that. I'm bothered by the fact that somewhs between 1984 and current time, she forgot she knew how to fly. But that was a whole stupid yeah. thing in the first place, and I hated. So yeah, good. Um, <laughs> Yeah, some people got upset by that. She killed. She killed the uh, the bank terrorist. Boy, he that, was, that he was, just yeah, he was doesn't bother guy. me in the least. Yeah, he was he was a really bad guy. You know, there's there's robbing banks bad, and there's pretending to rob a bank because you really just want to blow up a bunch of kids bad. That's that's pretty damn bad. Yeah, yeah. No, she gave him a was... chance to surrender. He could have surrendered, but no, he wanted to launch his grenade, and that's what happens. Huh? So, we, do we have any other thoughts on on Wonder Woman right now, or do we move on to to Flash? Let's move on to Flash. Yeah. I'm making. Uh, he'll save every one of us. What? Flash? Ah, uh, no, not that Flash. <laughs> okay, I just want to say I hated Flash in the Wayden version. 
I, I thought he was annoying. I thought he was, he looked, yes, I thought he looked like he was just said stepped out of a, out of, you know, a Joss Whedon quippy kind of thing. Mm. I was not looking forward to any Flash movie. I thought it was a little, kind of like trying a little too hard to be Tom Holland and Spider-Man. Nothing about him worked for me. And mm. I totally enjoyed the character in this version. I, yeah, I, this was Ezra Miller playing. Playing. Yeah, and and I'd have to go back and see why I feel that way. Did did was there? Did they have the scene with um, with him and his father in the original in the theatrical version? Uh, I, I didn't. I was going to ask Renee what what her thoughts were on on. Oh, Ezra Miller's flash. <laughs> It's like I forgot I was doing this. Um, <laughs> it, it, yeah, I, re I really enjoyed him. I'm I don't have a lot of history with you know pretty much the Wonder Woman movies I've watched. I haven't really caught up with the Superman, Batman, Aquaman, mm -hmm. any of that stuff. So not up to speed on the Flash. But I enjoyed him. Um, up to and having speed. Just, <laughs> ah, I didn't even intend to do that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh God. Um, I really, yeah, I really liked him, and uh, it's it's pretty cool right now, I guess, for people to hate on poor Ezra Miller. Uh, oh, really? People, I guess. Yeah, yeah he was like irritated. Uh, he had because a drunken the... episode with someone that he oh. kind of choked someone out or something. It's, oh. it's hard to see. Yeah. It's, right. I, I had seen that. I was, I was actually referring to- I can't to keep people. track. What? I can't keep track. We have to hate. Yeah. Uh oh Yeah. <laughs> Well, I wasn't even referring to that. I was actually referring to this movie where the scene where he saves the girl as she's like flying out of the car. Yeah. They, they thought that I guess that was mildly inappropriate one because. Why? Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. I don't oh, know. Oh, no. I, I saw that article. That portion's a moron. Right. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. wait. The There's like dog. one article where person, some person was all pissed off. Yeah. And they're like, oh, oh, go ahead, Renee. I didn't mean to go ahead. No, Tell me why. I, 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 I need to raise my blood pressure. What possible. Bitch fest? Did they have about this? Renee, Renee, go ahead. You, you, you fill in because um, I want you to be the one just responsible it, for killing Bill. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> they can't yeah. connect you. That's right. That's right. I'm on a VPN. Anyway, um, when he stopped for the the hot dog, and when he stopped momentarily to gaze upon her and put uh -huh. her push her hair out of her face, it was too long, Bill. <laughs> Oh, just I think the person didn't realize that they, that he he actually knew her. Was is that, is that not that's supposed to be that's his, Iris his West? Love? Yeah, that's no, but like I think that's love? the first time. I think that's the first time they meet. She will yeah, become his wife. Is it oh, okay? I thought I thought it, he honestly, knew her because I mean, they were. But before that, that writer should eat a bag of dicks. Oh yeah, no, no. I, I absolutely loved that scene. I and thought it was such a great. Yeah. It was such a great introduction to the character because Save it showed from it you got that he was he was. Mm -hmm. sort of down on his luck he really needed money mm -hmm. he was very awkward mm -hmm. um but he's going to give up the chance of getting a job for the fact that he you know he see he's going to save this person but also first you think he's a goomba he's what the hell is he grabbing a hot dog for you know he's going to save her he's not being creepies and then then you find out no he's smart as shit because he's using the hot dog as a cover and also a way to get the job so it's just like so much information is passed in that that scene and yeah. it gives you a feeling of who that character is. And what I liked is, you know, we talk about him being jokey and stuff, but like, I think one of you guys had mentioned it, that it felt more like him trying to break this, this awkward silence. And he was just, he's like nervous laughter. And that's what, the, the, when he made the, the jokes, a lot of times it'd be like, 
it, 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 because he's just trying to break this nervous laughter, not because he's like, I'm Mr. Quippy. It's just more like, oh, uh, yeah, like when he has to save the day, you know, like, well, and you'll do this. And he's like, oh, with the power of love. And they're like, uh, yeah. oh, by building up a charge, you know, because he's he's just yeah, he's yeah. nervous. He's like, holy crap. The whole freaking world depends on me at this point. And then he does. I mean, that's, you know, yeah. And. And uh, some people might go, oh, well, it's the same thing as Superman flying around there. It's like, it's the fucking Flash. One of the things he does right. is he can fuck travel with through time. time. In it's, fact, it's they, they well even do it science. earlier earlier in the movie when they're dropping the 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 mother box into the <laughs> thing. For, <laughs> yeah, or something. You actually, whatever the hell it was, right? And it's and yeah. they're trying to basically, you know, jumpstart Superman. You see it actually start rising out of the liquid as he's running towards it because he's mm -hmm running back so i mean yeah i i i liked him and i thought that was yeah uh, the question yeah, is are too. we getting at one point we were going to get a flash movie are we yeah well, i think or... we still we still are but okay. it may not be what it was going to be uh it may be, no one's really sure you know when you think about it actually it makes sense that flash would be the witty comic relief guy because he has what all of us wish we had which is a chance to think about a good reply because how many times, oh, how many times you've been in you've been in an argument with someone and you're left with you know, like yeah you suck and then you walk away and then you go to sleep and like two in the morning you wake up with your eyes open it's like oh my god i should have said this and you just <laughs> wish you could you could call them up or go back in time or something and then come up with this killer response <laughs> well he can do that he can just sit back for like you know for in to him like an hour and a half of time and just think about it. it's like ah oh, yeah I, I got a good one and it may still end up being no, you suck because you know maybe that's the best he's going to come up with. But it's still a pretty good response because you know if you put the emphasis on the you, yeah, that that that's some verbal jujitsu right there. That's turning it right on them. Well, anyway. well, from that 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 um, uh, deep discussion of Flash's yes. uh, eloquence, let's let's <laughs> move on to uh, Jason Momoa as Aquaman. Um, what what did folks think about about? Uh, Aquaman, how he was used in the film, Jason Momoa in it. I mean, my, my take on it was it, it actually there didn't seem to be much that they did with him in this one. I mean, he he tries to defend the mother box and 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 doesn't under the sea. And then uh, I mean, when they're in, you know, not Chernobyl at the end, <laughs> um, yeah. which doesn't have those towers as far as I know. Um, I was sitting there not going. <laughs> no, they don't. And nuclear power plants have, you know, these great big pools for for cooling around. He could have, you know, done something. He was like, instead, he's sending force shields from his trident. Uh, I don't know. Uh, to me, it, he he felt like it was. He was just kind of there. He felt like it's a the magic trident. Yeah. Well, but still, it seemed the least used and the least. It it's seemed his like mother's trident. It seemed he seemed like a fish out of water. Oh, oh God, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm done. Um, but uh, I don't know, Renee. What are what are your thoughts on on Jason Momoa? Well, I hadn't seen the Aquaman movie, so for me, it was definitely like, okay, there's definitely something going on because he's like, oh, okay, the typical, you know, dark and brooding guy drinking, don't like to do anything, but I'm still gonna totally save people, save people's lives on the side, um, which you know is fine. There's, I'm sure there's a lot going on there, but they're not gonna tell me what that is. Um, so it definitely made it a little like, okay. And then, you know, you just kind of like, oh, Aquaman, I'm sorry. Like, what are you going to do? Like, look for, you know, like, oh, I've got my trident. It's not, you know, I don't know what he's going to do for them at this point. 
And well, well, he did save them on. I just was thinking about the the one thing he really did water wise was oh, saving them uh, at the halfway point. Yeah, they're in the tunnel under under the Gotham Harbor. That is true. And I did appreciate they kind of I could cut this and put it at the end. They made everybody have like their own purpose. Like you couldn't mm -hmm. say, well, that guy really didn't do anything. Like they each had their own little moment. Um, yeah, but he, I, I didn't I, yeah, like his right. contacts at all. The contacts nah. wake me out. Um, I wish he didn't have those. Nobody else did. Also, I agree. Willem Dafoe is just, just a gem. Yeah. <laughs> I was delighted to see him. I wasn't expecting that. So it was good. And the sure weird little air bubbles him. they make. I'm so sorry. The weird air bubbles they make to talk to people is so weird. Like, hey, you're joking me. Let me make this bubble so we could have a conversation. <laughs> What's happening right now? They're yeah. Fish, they're fish people. They should be able to talk yeah. to each yeah. other. They should. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I felt like he was somewhat diminished in this version compared to the original. And I don't think it's because they cut anything out. I think it's just that so much of Flash and Cyborg was hacked out of the theatrical version, but they kept Jason Momoa's stuff. Um, mm. So so he, he just had a better edit, you know. And, and now that everyone's getting a good edit, it didn't stand out as much as it did for me before. I thought he was fine. Um, And and now it's of course having watched the Aquaman movie, which Renee, I think you'll like. It's yeah. insane. It is absolutely insane. It is so eye candy, over the top CGI nonsense. I should hate it, but I don't. And oh. I'll tell you, if I were if I were 12 years old and I went to see a movie like Aquaman, I don't think I ever would have left the theater. That's great. It's like you know, guys riding the backs of extinct prehistoric dinosaur lizard <laughs> creatures fighting guys on seahorses the size of hippos. I mean, it was just, it, it's madness and it was in 3d <laughs> and, and the colors are great. Now the colors in this one were not, I mean, Atlantis looks like what it would really look like under, under the ocean, which is just dark and dank and covered in mollusks. Mm. But, and, and also, Oh my God, they did such a better job with Mira uh, for and one simple reason. She doesn't have hair that looks so cheap, so cheap and phony. Uh, it, it just this this red like insanely cotton candy red and all oh, so yeah. that that was better but yeah you know i mean he was cool he was good aquaman was always a joke before uh yeah. you know they they started doing uh, kind of butching him up a bit uh he was he was just just a, just a bit lord <laughs> and, and i don't think jason momoa is a great actor i don't think he has a lot of range i'm not quite sure that's he, why he was hired yeah i think uh, but, but what really, what range he has he's excellent in and you know a lot of really good actors you know i'll argue john wayne was a great actor within a very narrow range hmm. but you know it just so happened that narrow range was enough to you know keep a career going for half a century that that's fine not not every actor has to be a chameleon some people are just really really good at playing certain roles and he was lucky enough to be born in a time when there is a need for that role he fills it well he's got yeah. charisma There's a need for a big buff yeah. Aquaman. I mean, Dave so you had mentioned, is another one. I want to. I mean, you had mentioned mm -hmm. in terms of you know you, you felt his role almost felt diminished because they restored the stuff with mm -hmm. Flash and Cyborg. So I want that kind of brings up Ray Fisher as Cyborg um, yeah. because I think that mm -hmm. was one of the more controversial things. I, I didn't see the Whedon cut, but my understanding was there it was there was not much to Cyborg in that. Whereas this, he mm -hmm. seems pretty damn central to the plot. Oh, I think and, it's his arc. His oh, yeah, arc and, is and, the arc of the movie. 
But you know what? I would have. It makes me sad that because uh, Ray Fisher's not going to be involved in these anymore, correct? Um, and it makes unless me sad. unless they unless they give Snyder the go ahead to make some more movies, because I think he and Snyder are does he and Snyder get along? Terms. Because oh yeah, I would I would really like to see a cyborg film. And if people go, oh, nobody knows who cyborg is. It's like, excuse me, if anyone anyone under 30, 30 or under knows damn well who cyborg is because of Teen Titans and Teen Titans Go. He's one of the main characters in there. So granted, quite a different character than the Ray Fisher version. But I bet you'd have a lot of people in their 20s and 30s who'd be like, shit, a cyborg movie? I'm there. And The dumbest and... excuse they ever give is when they say, oh, nobody knows these characters. You know characters that no one knew about? Guardians of the Galaxy. I think their comic book lasted six ah. issues. Yeah. I mean, so make a good movie and they'll know who he is. Yeah, and I I really liked him in this, and it kind of made me kind of sad. Very good in it. I would have liked to have seen more about him pre cyborg, so you get that that so Mm -hmm. you you get that contrast, and you see him fighting to try to keep his humanity, and then at the end with this, when he basically kind of regains his humanity, it seems um, that works. Well, now and now, now I will say I don't know that the actor has done himself a great service in some of the objections he's made. I mean, I totally understand how disappointing it is to be given a script where you're a major role and then it ends up being cut. Um, and, and I think this, this cut vindicates the fact that that was in fact a mistake, but I don't think that it was done out of any sort of racism. I think it was done because once the suits got in charge, and it was no longer someone whose vision to make this movie. They just said to themselves, who are the characters who sell under ruse? Batman, Wonder Woman, increasingly Aquaman, and Superman. And Cyborg? Nah, not really. I mean, yes, you're, you're right. Under 30, there's the Teen Titans folks and everything, but they probably don't even register on the radar. Um, I can see why they would say, cut, cut some of that football stuff out and cut this out and he just give him more iron man he's kind of like iron man right yeah he's made out of iron he's iron man give him some of that stuff and and you know it is what it is the one thing i will say in joss whedon's defense and i won't say much but it's a little unfair to compare the snyder cut to the whedon cut in the sense that whedon was not allowed as neither would snyder have been to release a four-hour movie he had to cut it down. He was obligated to cut it down to two hours, and stuff's got to give. And now Snyder comes along and says, well, here's my version. We're like, oh, my God, this is so much better. And one of the reasons it's better is that he has the luxury of putting it all in there. It's hard to cut a movie down to two hours without losing some good stuff. So no, that, that, that's, that's, a little, that's a little unfair. Um, that being said, if you took the Snyder version and hacked and hacked and hacked and got it down to two hours, you'd still have a better movie than what Whedon had. Well, I think a lot of the Marvel films, don't they start pushing three hours at this point anyway? Yeah. So, yeah, so right. they, they could have done a three-hour cut sure. of, the, of the thing. Now, um, oh, I was going to say, do we have anywhere else to say about Cyborg? Um, one thing I did say when I first saw him, I'm like, why does he have that stupid CG-looking type outfit? It doesn't even look like a like kind of a robot. Until they mm-hmm. said, oh, it came from the, the mother box. I'm like, okay, well, then that kind of, to me, that was like, oh, that's why he looks like the parademons. Mm-hmm. Um, but... But anyway, if we have anything, do we have anything else we want to say, Adam? Oh, I know, Renee, you, you're like me. You didn't see the Whedon cut, so this would be Correct. like like me the 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 your introduction to Cyborg, um, aside from Teen Titans and stuff. So, what was what was your thoughts on on Ray Fisher really, and the character? Yeah, I really liked the character. I really liked um, 
his father and his name i'm drawing a blank on right now that actor i really like and he's been in he um he's so underrated as an actor he's in everything and you just don't know it because yeah well, he's, he's one of those guys he is one yeah. of those yeah i really liked him i really liked how they got into the background there um and i uh, kind of related to them i really liked the backstory of how he got the box because I was, it was one of those things that I actually, this whole movie, there was parts where I'm like, what the heck is that? And then they explained it like five minutes later. So I appreciated that. I think at the end, I had very few overall questions. Um, but yeah, I, and considering like his powers, this dude should be a way bigger deal. And they, the opportunity, just, just all of the different things they could do with this guy. I'm surprised yeah. he doesn't have a movie already. It's crazy. Well, hopefully, hopefully they will. I mean, that's a. It's going to be difficult because he he's gone yeah. to war with the studio. And, and then it is true. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. unfortunately, there's we. Can, well, at the end, we can kind of talk about what what could have been and what might be. I was going to uh, say because y'all are going to need to fill me in on that. <laughs> let's move on to the the last character uh, of of the of the big group, and that is Superman. Um, and that's Henry Cavill. So yes, that was my my actual notes are. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, this this character of this version of Superman to me is the biggest cold fish. And, and the, the, I always like Superman when Superman is his alter alter ego when he's really Clark Kent because that's how he was raised. Yeah, yeah. He was raised as a person. He's not he's not some alien that that is pretends to be Clark Kent. No, he is Clark Kent who pretends to be Superman. You know he's raised as a he was raised as a regular kid, and and instead it's this alien cold fish, and I'm just kind of it's like, uh, and even more so after he comes back from the dead. I mean, I did like the fact when he started kicking their asses that was kind of fun, um, but otherwise every time he came on on the screen it was like oh, I'm ready to go to sleep. I don't know. Renee, what were your thoughts on 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 uh, on Superman? Similar reaction that I mentioned to you earlier is that and it was almost like a reflex. Every time he showed up on the screen, I just kind of started looking for like the five second jump or like the two X button just to kind of move it up a little bit. And I thought, well, I don't really want to speed up too much because I might miss something. But oh, God. And um, yeah. And, and I thought, you know, Bill probably has a really good analogy for the lack of chemistry that he has with Amy Adams. Holy mm -hmm. frijoles. That was a mess. Um, yeah, that was kind of terrible. And I really didn't like that they focused on him so heavily. Or I mean, he wasn't really there. They were, but you know, that yeah, that he was the he focus. Was a presence. Yeah. yeah, he was a presence. Um, however, I will say when she opened the drawer and that pregnancy test and it said force majeure, <laughs> I about lost my shit. That was so funny. Um, Superman's a tough character to do. And you know, people get angry mm. when you say that, but the truth is he's if he's done the way he's supposed to be done, he is a god. He's unbelievably powerful. Um, his his powers are almost unfathomable to the point where I, I, you wonder what it would be like to be Superman, to always have to hold back, to, you know, not just to always be careful because you're living in a universe of people that are made out of fragile glass and they'll break easily if you, if you sneeze or something. The life of Paul Cardulo. Exactly. <laughs> well, see, that, that's that's why I think it works best when he might be physically perfect and invulnerable, but he's emotionally a, uh, a 
a wreck, or he's he's, he's emotionally a real person, and he, I mean, he and he's that's the only, that's that's the only vulnerability he has is emotional and his, his vulnerability. But it's not his emotions; it's the fact that he surrounds himself with idiots. An investigative reporter who can't figure out that the guy she's in love with is the guy she's working next to because he's wearing a pair of glasses. Way to go, Woodward Bernstein. Uh, you know, it's Lana Lang, his first girlfriend, who is always trying to reveal his identity, despite the knowledge that if that were to come out, she and everyone else in Smallville would be slaughtered. Maybe she by, had a death wish. Yeah, she's, she's insane. He's surrounded with insane people. Jimmy Olsen, don't get me started. <laughs> we, we are la I'm laughing no. because... Because that, that that's a whole series of podcasts. Oh, I one day I will Bill do a riff Olsen. on Jimmy Olsen. Jimmy Olsen is the most Jimmy Ol Dark Side has nothing on Jimmy Olsen. That's all I want to say about that. Huh? Um, you know, it, so he's he's a hard character to do. It's true they didn't have a lot of chemistry with each other. Although I do think that's a very realistic portrayal of what an alien and a human the kind of chemistry they would have, which is none. I mean, if you can't be with the one you love, love the one you're with. His whole plan's been destroyed, so he's got to make do. But I'll bet he didn't come she, here as an adult. He came here as a child and was raised. He is still him. listen. He is like someone did a horrible experiment where they took a mallard duck egg and they put it in oh a God. wood duck nest. And the poor <laughs> thing hatched was raised by by mallards. This wood duck and um and and then it gets it reaches puberty and it starts doing the wood duck dance and all the mallard females who he thinks are just like him because they don't have mirrors. They're ducks for God's sakes. Um, are looking at him like he's missing a chromosome or something, which he probably is. They're, he's a different species. He's got mm. nothing in common with them, but he doesn't realize that. So yeah, he's been raised as a human, but he's not a human. When when it's time for when it's time for him to hit puberty and find a mate, he's sniffing around for some, some Kryptonian uh, pheromones, and he's got. I mean, he lives his whole life in the uncanny valley. It's it's a miserable existence. I feel bad for Superman. <laughs> I, I, let's just see. Would you agree though that he has been portrayed better than? Well, I, I would say that, and I do. I do love Christopher Reeves in two of the four movies he was in. Um, <laughs> but if you watch them now, I mean, let's face it: if you pull off a Superman like that, and I have nothing bad to say about Christopher Reeves, who's a great person, that would not be acceptable. People would be rolling their eyes and complaining about how corny it is, and that's difficult. That's a, it, it has been done well in the comics, not always, but it has been done well. All Star Superman was like a twelve issue miniseries. That was unbelievable. Just so good. Anyone out there, find it. I think they put it into a paperback or something. Just a great thing and, and portrayed him as this godlike supreme creature and still were able to come up with some conflict. But it's not easy to do when he's that damn strong. But you know, but you know what? When you get right down to it, the, the fundamental thing that this movie fixed that I could not believe when I saw the theatrical version is that we spend this whole movie, we got to get Superman because there's no way that we can defeat Steppenwolf because he's so freaking awesome. Well, first of all, he wasn't in, in the theatrical <laughs> cut. He was terrible. Um, you know, all you had to do was turn off your game console and he's gone. Um, <laughs> so then Superman, the way the team's together, they fight. He punches Steppenwolf like once, knocks him down, and then immediately goes off to rescue those freaking Russian family, what? whatever, that we kept going what? back to. What? Yes. What? What? You haven't seen it? I didn't see that one. What? Yeah, no, we'll get oh. to that part. Oh, my goodness. Yes. No, this oh, is, oh, my God. Okay. With that. They're living in Chernobyl, and we're supposed to care. Like, they have a life expectancy that couldn't be measured in weeks. And we keep <laughs> coming back to them. And then Superman saves them in what turns out. Okay. 
And, and it's like, why they put that there? Because they needed some human element. Gosh, if only, if only there were some human elements in the story with the Flash and Cyborg that we could have used instead. But no, we cut those out. So we had to create a waste of time family, the Jeez. B story, that literally no one cared about. And oh, wow. Superman goes off to rescue them, which means he was not necessary. He just delivered a couple of punches. That was his whole contribution. To, to me, that ruined the movie for me. The movie was already ruined, but there, there was beyond redemption at that point. Wow. Well, and, so and in this one, in this one, he takes out Steppenwolf. He beats the piss out of him. I was almost ready. I was waiting for someone to rush in there. It's like, stop, stop. You've already killed him, you know? Well, what I like great. is it, it isn't just him, though. It really does. Take, oh, yeah, they are. They all it work takes together. all of them as a group to, yeah. I mean, even, even, even Aquaman with his little trident, you know, oh, yeah. he, <laughs> he's pretty, he's, he's pretty trident. influential. He's in it too, so, I mean, hey, by but, the way, isn't a trident only supposed to have like three prongs? Am I wrong? Hence the term try? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, well, that one looks like it's got like five or six. Look more like a pitchfork to me. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I'm wrong. I, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, you did mention Steppenwolf, so let's let's move on to the bad guys. And, yeah. uh, and you know, Born to be Wild himself, Steppenwolf, who, to me, had the cutest little pug nose. He just, mm -hmm. just, why, why the hell they gave him this cute little pug nose? And I'm sorry, Bill, you said that the old version of Steppenwolf looked like if you turned off your game console, he disappeared. Yeah. To me, this uh, looked like this looked like a, a, one of the one of the the bosses. Well, did from, you, like, have you seen? Did you did you see the theatrical version? It was even worse because to me, yes, he looked all, all shiny. Looked yes. like he was from Listen, from a you know, video. You know game. how when you're doing CGI, yeah. every time you render it out, it gets a little bit better and a little bit better and a little bit yeah. better. Well, the, yeah. the original one was several little bit betters ago. Oh, it was it was very fake and phony and. Listen, I never believed for a minute that this was a guy, a real human being in a suit, but it was much closer. And again, maybe, you know, maybe this is being super critical, the theatrical one. It had to come out on time, and this one had chance to make it a little bit better. But it's a it's a way better design. Um, his expressions were interesting. But even even beyond just the 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 skill of the CGI, he had some actual motivations. He he had some personality. He wasn't just a nameless. Uh, CGI villain. He, he, I mean, he was, but but he, you know, he understood this thing. He's trying to impress Darkseid, and you know, it's never going to happen. But it it gave him a reason to be doing the stuff as opposed to just I'm evil and twirls a mustache or something. Wait, so I, in the in, in the in the original version, that wasn't the motivation. It wasn't. It was it was mentioned, but since we never got to see Darkseid, it was just like I'm trying to impress my dad kind of thing. It's like, but we never see him, so it doesn't really mean much if a guy says this. Having you know the way he's constantly getting on the phone, trying you know having to go through middle management with Dasad to try to get to the big guy, and finally he gets there and he's almost weeping. He's so happy. It's like you remember me. Well, is is the Darkseid could not even give two shits about Steppenwolf, but yeah, who and we've all been there. Was his motive? I mean, was it? Was he still trying to do the same thing with the boxes, or were they? He he was trying to take over the world because he had tried to take over the world once for Darkseid and had failed. So Darkseid had never come to Earth or anything. There was no anti-life equation. It was simply that Steppenwolf, once upon a time, had tried to conquer the Earth and had failed. And this made him look bad, I guess, to Darkseid. Although that wasn't really a huge point. It was more he was just coming back for for vengeance. Because oh wow, you know, yeah, yeah. Exactly, because this seems like guess, much bigger stakes with this in terms of the. Oh, I mean, yeah. I'm not even quite sure what the. I had to look it up in terms of what the the anti-life anti equation is. But you and know, can, it's I, not can I just mention? Can I mention something here? I'm seeing all these people complaining. They say there's a big flaw in this movie. Darkseid forgot that the anti-life equation was here, 
and I, I'd have to watch it again, but I'm willing to bet dollars to donuts. Uh, that was not his purpose. He came to Earth to conquer the Earth. And this is actually before he was Darkseid. You know, this is a young Darkseid feeling his oats, conquering planets. He got his ass kicked and, and almost got killed, ran off with his tail between his legs, and later, over thousands of years, became Darkseid. Didn't know that the anti-life equation was on Earth. Um, Steppenwolf came here to retrieve the boxes and everything and maybe redeem uh, uh, Darkseid's defeat and everything. But that, you know, and then they found out the anti-life equation was on Earth. If you're going to hide something that dangerous, yeah, I'd probably hide it on the one planet that managed to defeat the bad guy. Yeah. Made sense. From what they were presenting to me and my lack of history and not seeing the first one or anything like that, it, it made sense. Like Bill said, he had some motivation. It, to the to the point, I almost wish he looked a bit more like the the Whedon version because I kind of felt bad for him. It's like, guys, he's just trying to like do right by his people and get a little redemption. And then when they were like starting to quarter him a little bit when he was messing with the Amazons, oh my god, I was like, can we just settle down? And I actually felt bad for him when they cut his little, I don't know, oh, his, his ear little trunk. Horn off. Yeah, little horn. I know. It should have made it's him good. a little less. Puggish. Oh, and one other thing. Like, Beautiful little nose. Like, <laughs> oh, why did they do that? Why does he not have a nose? I don't know. I know he, there was just the, like the expressions on his face of like being yeah. sad or being like excited. It was like, oh god, like why are you guys doing tail wagging. It was right. <laughs> um, but I loved his his little outfit was so funny, and I I just wish that at one point he had like rolled over on somebody or like somebody got all mashed up in that because he was just Ooh, covered ow, in those little ouch. spikes. Yeah, right. That would hurt. Just aerate him to death. I did like how when Darkseid shows up, he he basically pulls it back. You know, he, he exposes mm. his head. He, he takes mm -hmm. off like the upper portion of it, and just, it just kind of rolls back off of him. So I thought that was kind of cool. You know, to kind of because I was like, is yeah. this part of his skin? What is this? And then it's like, you no, know, no, it's his armor, and he's just, you know. So I thought that was kind of neat. I like I like that idea with it. But yeah, I'm with you, Renee. He, to me, he was just. He was too darn adorable to be, you know. Yeah. Terrible. And I think it for me too, it was like I just felt like, you know, he in a way was like the middleman. It's like, why are you oh, yeah. killing this guy and like go after this dickhead? Like, come on. Anyway. But of course that that kind of sells the premise that, you know, it took all of them working together to defeat yes. Steppenwolf. And Steppenwolf is not anything compared to Darkseid. Yeah, it didn't seem that complicated when they finally. Although, him out although I don't know how well that comes across when in the movie, one of the first things we see is Darkseid getting his ass kicked. Now, admittedly, he's right. getting his ass kicked by you know a battle royale of people. It takes everyone, it takes literal gods to take and a Green Lantern to take this guy down. And but I don't know if they established well enough that he's a young, you know, young and still up and coming kind of guy, and he's done a whole lot since. You notice that he is still wearing the armor that he has still has that cut in it. Oh, almost, see, you know, see yeah. when I watched that, that whole scene, all I could see was Lord of the Rings. I, all I could see was, oh, mm. look, they're, they're the elves and the dwarves. And, you know, it, it's that's the, true. The, the, the first scene when they're first up against Sauron and they cut his fingers, you know, cut the, the ring off. That's all I saw. And to me, it was it was staged the same way. It felt the same way. And it didn't register. Oh, that's he's got a. I was just like, oh no, they're going to beat the guy, and he's going to Sauron's going to go off. You know, I'm Classic sorry, uh, uh, I mean, Thanos. I'm sorry, the, uh, Dark Side. You know, 
all the rivals come together to defeat a greater purpose and then and then right, instead even, of the rain, they, everyone gets a mother box hey i gotta love it the atlanteans put their mother box in like this crate guarded by a giant kraken the amazonians put it in a pyramid with like a bunch of amazon warriors who just stand there for ten thousand years with their arrows notched ready to shoot something and the humans bury it in the dirt they, uh, this is heavy, man. But where did they find it originally, though? Where did they originally hide it? Did they just bury it originally? They buried. They put it in the dirt. You see, like a you see King Arthur basically oh, that's just right. like, yeah. oh, that's deep enough, boys. Nobody would dig more than a foot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, again, to me, that I was just saying, you know, the Lord of the Rings, and oh, you know, we gave you know the mortal men there. It's just like, ah, uh... now, so to, to now, me, that's didn't register. In fairness to our ancestors. Whose box was the last one snatched? Hey, yeah, there you go. So, yeah. you know, there's something to be said for simplicity. I mean, if you're looking for, if you're looking for a, it had been found, but not by, not by the bad guys. They, they lost it to bureaucracy, which would probably be the most effective way to lose anything. Uh, ah. That lost ark ain't ever being found. But, you know, I mean, look, if you, if you know that the Atlanteans are holding a mother box somewhere, pretty safe to say it's probably in this incredible vault with the giant octopus and all these guys you know looking for a fight whereas if you know uh, oh yeah oh, oh, we're gonna torture you till you tell us what we did with it we buried it in the dirt there's a lot of dirt man can you can you narrow it down it's like no nah, not really just start digging so yeah that was that actually worked out pretty well for us okay i had a problem when he came to get the amazons one he yeah. comes in like through the roof and then there she's running out and she's like no, lower the you know, you know, collapse <laughs> yeah. the walls or whatever, and collapse basically kill yourselves and trap yourself in. It's like he came in from above. He's just gonna go back out that way. Why are you Listen, killing all these? We other got a Amazons plan, and we're sticking with it. Okay, I guess, but it didn't make a plan. lot of sense to me there. But yeah, that anyway, I didn't even think about that until you just mentioned it. <laughs> Shit, yeah. I would have made like ten thousand fake mother boxes and just scared them all over the island. He's got to pick each one up and shake it. Ah, that's not it either. Fuck, and just keep on going to the next one. You open up when the Jack in the Box pops out. See, nobody okay. ever asked when it's Halcho's head. <laughs> all right, well, so so Steppenwolf. I mean, he he's you know. So you said compared to the the previous film, though he's, he's yeah he's a better. significant improvement. So hey, are we going to talk about the Parademons? Well, I was going to talk about uh, going to talk about Dark Side. You said Dark Side. Oh, no, 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 no. Let's talk about the Parademons. Okay, sure. Let's talk about the Parademons. Okay, fuck the Parademons. I hate <laughs> these goddamn putties. Every single superhero movie, they've got the putties, and you know what I'm okay. talking about—the putties from from Power Rangers. They they're stupid oh. and they're they're generic and they're interchangeable. No one feels bad if they get killed. Whether it's the all the other Ultrons or the Chintari or whatever they were called from Avengers. They're just there to die. They're, they're fodder. But the they're thing fodder, is, that in fodder. this, they, they established that they are they were like people that were converted. So I was like, holy That's shit. That's kind of cool. They're killing people. It's like, couldn't you like not kill them and then maybe figure out a way to reverse it? I don't know. I was just like, you're, you're like, these are people that are getting slaughtered is the way I look yeah. at it. So, but they, yeah, that they was actually kinda, a pretty good touch. But they had sort of a same, like oh, when, when Martian Manhunter morphed into martian manhunter for a second i thought it was the parademon because yeah they sort of all looked alike not you know the parademons and cyborg though though parademons and cyborg make looking alike makes sense since i guess yeah. they're both done by the, the yeah. well by the uh by the the mother box i mean that was how cyborg in this version becomes cyborg is from the mother box itself mm -hmm. so 
So now in the theatrical version, if I'm remembering this right, and if I am remembering it right, this is a terrible way to kill off the character. Wasn't Steppenwolf basically taken out when his parademons turned on him because they they smell fear, they dine on, on death, and uh, he was afraid because Superman was punching him, so they turned on him? Is that how it ended? Am I wrong? That sounds absolutely terrible. Wow. Yeah. Oh, he went out. I, I, I think the way they took him out in this one, like I said again. Oh, that was cl- that was. Well, and then and then just this this freaking Wonder Woman slow motion. Yeah. 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 Don't come back. Yeah. No, that was that was pretty good. And, and it's justified too because he killed a lot of Amazons. He took out a lot of her sisters. The horses really upset me. Crap. Yes. <laughs> oh, like, wow, really, yeah. guys? The horses? Yeah. Come on. And that's how you knew he was a bad guy. Yeah. So, so it was uh, you said Darkseid wasn't in the the Whedon version? Or nope. Not at all? Wow. I don't Damn. think he was at all. I think maybe he was a painting on a wall. Maybe. I'm not even sure it went that far. And he's he is different from he's different from Desaad because when I was watching it, I was like, yeah. oh, is Desaad just him but not like kind of weak? And then because Desaad, Darkseid. Darkseid. Yeah. Okay. They are, they, they are two separate characters. They are two separate characters. So let's talk about something here that will probably get me totally like people angry with me Um, one of the problems with making a movie that has any of these characters from uh jack kirby's new world thing is um jack kirby jack kirby was a genius jack kirby was maybe the great comic book artist genius that we ever had um but as a writer he has a lot of great ideas he comes up with a lot of cool characters and his dialogue is like nails on a chalkboard to me. His names and his dialogue, people will argue till the end of the heat death of the universe, whether it was, you know, who's more important, Jack Kirby, Stan Lee. It's popular now to say it was all Kirby and virtually no Lee. And to that, I say, read Jack Kirby's stuff. Um, because, boy, those names are terrible. You know, that that woman who was standing next to Desaad, uh, you know, kind of flanking Dark Side, that's granny goodness. Stop. Holy shit, okay. I hope they come up with a better name than that. Granny Goodness oh. and her female commandos. It's terrible. It's yeah. terrible. Well, and she's a honest. cool character. She's a cool character. You can do, and they've done some really nasty stuff with Granny Goodness, but in a comic book. But that's because you're reading a comic book and you, you don't, you know, you can, you, it's like, yeah, it's a comic book. I'm not going to giggle. But they can't do that in a movie. They can't call her Granny Goodness. She didn't My even God. register to me, to be honest. Oh, yeah. She and was like, there standing. Well, it, the, the, both the the Desaad and um, Darkside. What? And that was his name. Desaad. Yeah, that is it. No, that is his yeah. name. But it's such yeah. a stupid yeah. name for an Desaad alien. Darkside. Both of they 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 were just kind of dark lumps to me. Um, it was like it, it was like a really. Desaad was pretty time. cool. Just, he I, just I like looked Desaad. like a kind of melty lump to me. That's why I thought he was maybe just a a version of Darkside that was like trying to get to his power i don't know mm. and then and dark side and I, again i'm sure uh character wise you know i mean i guess marvel and dc always kind of ripped each other off did he come before thanos because he just looks like thanos yes. with his head upside down he did yeah he did and that's the unfortunate thing is that people are going to think this is a rip off of thanos but yeah he did he did come before thanos and uh, i think that I, I don't know for sure but i think thanos is pretty heavily influenced by you know what they were, what they did with Dark Side. Um, so they tend yeah, to, they tend to to sod. You know, it's it's, it's like um, where do you see the Black Racer? Jesus, oh man, 
that's that was you know he couldn't do the silver surfer so he went oh, back to the no. well one more time and had the black racer okay He's, uh he has skis he uses skis uh, he even has ski poles <laughs> as he flies through the cosmos and oh. like, um, all right i love i love jack kirby and but jack kirby fanatics are insane they 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 want they want him to get credit for every single thing and he was great he was you could argue he's more important than stanley but i i really think it was one of those cases where these two guys complemented each other and both did better work together than they ever did apart but i would say if you just gave me a random comic book and said one of these is written by stan lee and one of them is written by jack kirby i'd be like did jack do the art nope just did the script okay give me the stan lee not even a hesitation that's right. my opinion um i think we covered like the main characters there's a lot of secondary characters they are very important were there anybody that you wanted to touch on i mean I, there's were there any mm. the, the secondary characters that that you want to talk about or felt was worth actually mentioning at this point that we haven't already touched on I'm trying to think of any i mean like lex luthor is just a, a cameo <laughs> oh that's yeah and and yeah. and and I'm sorry, I almost died laughing at the very beginning where it's like, what, you, you couldn't pay Jesse Eisenberg to stand in actual water where he's standing in like CGI water, you know, what? looking up. I was just like, what, what the fuck is this? And then the nonsensical bit at the end with him, I was just like, that, that, yeah, that, that didn't make any yeah. sense. To I me. was not a big fan of this, of his version of Lex Luthor in the other movies, but in this one, he didn't really do anything bad. He actually was acting kind of like the way I'd like Lex Luthor to be, which is a, you know, a super villain um and every he wasn't he wasn't being stupid and annoying right um, but i mean it, there was i mean when, when you have people who are getting ready there. to destroy the entire world and then also trying to find the the anti-life equation lex luthor is kind of small potatoes you think don't you think? Oh, yeah yeah he is. yeah so yeah um anybody else have anybody that they want to like call out or talk about? we can jump right into that epilogue sure if you want um the epilogues the epilogues right yeah i mean it's did, was did one didn't one of you say something make a uh, Lord of the Rings reference with this? I think everyone who has watched this movie has probably made a Lord of the Rings reference. It's uh, <laughs> yes, you know, yeah. and, and and that's that's fine. It, it's just I would have the Martian Manhunter one just felt so tacked on. I'm like, I don't mind that we have multiple endings after the climax because there was a lot to unpack here, and we need right. to, you know. But that one just seemed like it didn't serve any purpose whatsoever, except for all the Martian Manhunter fans out there, of which okay. there are not many. <laughs> but let, let's go back. There's, there's basically three parts to this epilogue. Um, and I think two of them could have been a post-credit sequence. The first one is the 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 Lex Luthor and and mm -hmm. Deathstroke, right? And didn't 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 Will Smith play Deathstroke in, in Suicide Squad? No. He was oh, dead he shot. Oh, okay. Dead shot. Right, is it okay? Right. I don't know, but I, I have no idea. I just I Okay. Yeah, I know. De I I know death. I know Deathstroke from from Teen Titans, where he's referred yeah. to as Slick. But um, so okay, so he is a different character. But that that was sort of like I wouldn't. I mean, it it would have made sense, I guess. I I didn't really like you said. It, Batman was throwing around his his you know his secret identity left and right. So it was like, well, you that know, seemed like a big revelation. Yeah. So yeah. So I I I didn't see the point in that one, and then in the the second and longer section of the epilogue which is the the post-apocalyptic section you know you you see you see um deathstroke there and he's he's buddies with batman now well i see i thought i thought that may actually justified the first one 
that we introduced well, I, this guy. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. We introduced him. He's a villain. He's going to be the next big bad that Batman's got to go against in his solo movie. But here's an alternate future where, oh my God, all bets are off. The good guy, cats and dogs working together. I mean, who knows? What, right. Things and have then, gone to hell. And that was that was supposed to be that was that Ezra Miller as as an older yeah. o- like o- older Flash who looked more like oh. Iron Man than Iron Man. He was armored up, and I think that was to to allow him to do more of the flashpoint, go back in time without tripping on right. banana peel or whatever. You know, it's, he's he's had to. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is, but yeah. So so yeah, that that thing is setting up. I guess basically all the sequels, all the Batman movies and Flash movies and Cyborg movies and what else, were all going to set up this next film that would be set in this dystopian. Uh, world or at least so, set yeah. up the, I think the next one would set up the dystopia and then the third one would be it's dystopia and we got to change it right yeah the, my understanding is the second film was basically supposed to be like like uh, um uh what was the, the not end game what was avengers infinity War. Uh, it, it was supposed yes. to it was supposed to have a downer ending dark side oh, was supposed to win ending. it was supposed to be you know the world had gone to shit and then yeah. The the third movie was supposed to be um, that they go back in time. Reset, yeah. They reset it. And, oh my god! Does and, this not sound like totally and, what they did and, already have done with Avengers? How oh. it even gets better because Batman was supposed to die in it. So yes. you know, Iron Man. It's so, I mean, it's like, movie. but they do they do that all. I mean, like I said, or didn't the comics always do that? Rip each other off, like left and right. They did, but they didn't cost three hundred million dollars. So well, all right, let's let's get to we mentioned what's the big 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 cameo that everyone was like, Whoo! Yeah. So what was what what's the big deal in in this? What what it essentially does, we had talked about we've got Deathstroke working with Batman, and it's it's basically um the Joker and Batman, you know, have a I mean he offers him a truce at the same time, like just there's I mean I there's a lot to unpack. I mean, who wants to yeah. kind of dive into that kind of exchange the, between the two of them? What's that? I'm sorry. I was just going to say that I just, it, that moment, I just, I haven't seen him in a whole lot of stuff, but it just kind of reminded me he's a really good actor. Um, that's about all I've got on that one. I did not see the other movies, so I can't compare it at all, but, and it was certainly interesting when he popped up. So, well, hell. And he yeah. dropped somebody's name, and I was like, "What is ha- the universe is colliding?" It was really <laughs> messing me up. I mean, th- this seems to tie into the the various stories where the Joker has killed at least one of the versions of Robin, um, which is interesting. Oh, really- thank you. Okay, yeah. thank you. That answer because I was like, "Who? What?" I thought he was talking about so- the Flash. I was like, "Did they like get like Bond or something?" He's like, "I'll take you under my wing, little guy." But since we haven't really had a Robin in any of the Snyderverse movies, have we? No. So I, I almost wonder if, if maybe it was Barbara Gordon or someone. I mean, because the Joker in the comics has killed a number of people. If they were doing this, he would have had to been like introduced. If this was going to take place the way they originally, if this is a, a basically a scene from what would have been the second movie. That means they'd have to introduce Robin in the second movie and well, I, kill him off. But oh can, are we are we can we are we safe to assume that the Batman that we're seeing in Batman versus Superman and and uh, this movie hasn't had already two or three Robins under his belt? I mean, he's, <laughs> well, been, Batman. The... I'm just, he's been Batman for a while. 
Yeah, they mentioned like 20 years. I think Commissioner Gordon says he's been fighting crime for like 20 years. So I, th I think Robin has come and gone. This is not, you know, so, you know, we're, we are kind of being dropped into the middle of something here. Right, but then two. it's a character that we have like no emotional attachment about. You know what? That, I'm fine with that because we all know who Robin is. But I would rather I'd rather see that than have in the next movie, which is Dark Side invading the Earth. We also have a B story where he meets a young boy whose parents got killed in a trapeze accident. Blah 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 blah. And years go by, and they're good buddies, and then the Joker caves his skull in with a tire iron. Yeah, because uh, yeah, no, right. They didn't they didn't put in the work for that. That's that's the problem with this. And and then they do. I think that and then you know and then they of course have have Batman Superman show up who. I guess he's being controlled by the anti-life equation. Right. But the thing is, we saw them with, you know, angry fighting Superman. So that weakened this bit for me. If we hadn't seen him woken up, you know, come back to life and he's angry and they fight him for a bit. If we hadn't seen that, then this would have been more interesting to be like, ooh, we'll get to yeah. see this in another movie. But it's like, ah, yeah, we've but, seen but this, this is, before. This is angry Superman controlled by Darkseid. By the way, Aquaman and Wonder Woman, your two big powerhouses, are dead. Instead, you've got yeah. the Joker who has the power of his fists and acid-squirting flower lapel. I mean, <laughs> you know, honestly, what does the Joker bring to this except, I guess, that mysterious little, little bit of luck that he survives situations that should kill everyone so maybe you want him on your side but do we know that wonder woman and aquaman are dead because i thought they yeah said, we saw their funeral we yeah, saw their Aqu funeral aquaman got her. zapped with the with the eye beams and uh wonder woman oh. was last seen being fricasseed surrounded by amazons mm. and by the way if you look in the in the back there if you look in the back corner um, i'll watch that uh, Dark, again because dark side is watching all this happen he actually brought her body back to uh, the amazon so he could watch them Burner alive, burner on the funeral fire. Okay, yeah, clearly so. I have to watch this again because at least that vet again. Yes. Now, in fairness, I am not Detective Mulligan. I actually watched one of the three thousand videos on YouTube that are like, "Here's eleven thousand Easter eggs you didn't see in Zack Snyder's conversion." And I'm like, I swear I don't remember that part of that. That one guy watched the movie. He watched the movie at like a quarter speed. Where do, where do you see, where do you see this? This is. Wait, wait, where do you see this at the, the epilogue? I think during the epilogue. The epilogue? Yeah. Epilogue? Is, it, is, is it during the epilogue? The epilogue it would or... Well, because he had that or one it, moment where he was having the dream, but I don't the, think, I they think it was in the dream. Well, the epilogue is the dream. That's the. He so oh, that's, oh, that's right. He wakes up. Yeah. He wakes up from the post apocalyptic thing, and that's when he meets March Manhunter and has like the most anticlimactic ending ever. But he had that moment earlier, too, when he was like, oh, I had a weird dream. And he was talking to Diana, and Diana was like, "Oh, no, this yeah. is the key, love." Me. <laughs> <I> love <laughs> but that was was that the part where we saw her? her I, I'd have to watch it again. I don't think so. I think it was the epilogue. During the epilogue, okay, I'll, I'll have to go back and look. I mean, I, admittedly, I was I was walking on, on the elliptical at the time, so you know, <laughs> oh. maybe I wasn't. But I, I don't know. Multitasking. It obviously was something easy to miss. I guess. I don't He's bragging about his toned body. Yes, yes. That's, that's why I was able to get my COVID shot today because I realized Monday that I'm fat. And so I could get my shot early. Yeah, I was like, hey, wait, I'm fat. I can get my shot today. So, well, do you guys want to, do you want to take bets now? Do, what do you think the chances are of Warner Brothers seeing the response that they've gotten to this and saying, well, maybe we can go back to the Snyderverse? Even well, though it's I, kind of weird, because now we all know what's going to happen in the next two movies. 
Well, they could change it. I mean, that they, they could. But I, I'm already seeing the hashtag revive the Snyderverse being yeah. about. So, and people are like, "Ooh, we have we have power. We brought this movie back." So, oh boy, yeah. And then they'll can be I, fine. Can I, so, like, can I address something? This I am absolutely gobsmacked at the hostility to this movie, and I couldn't figure out what it was. And then I started, you know, researching and finding out. Apparently, there's a whole lot of people that are very upset at the fact that a bunch of fanboys got together and demanded something. And the studio, realizing that there was a tremendous amount of money to be made, <laughs> gave it to them. And I just want to say, that is pretty much how it's supposed to work. Yeah. As opposed yeah. to them, as opposed to the Hollywood guys getting together and saying, you know what absolutely nobody is asking for? A remake of Charlie's Angels. Let's do it. And they do it, and no one goes to see it. And they're like, well, it just shows that people won't support a woman-driven movie. And, and you know, the rest of us here are just rolling our eyes, thinking about all the really good women-driven action movies that have done pretty damn well. But the secret was they were really good movies. So here they are saying, we want to see this. We want to give you our hard-earned shekels to go see this. And the studio kicks and scuffs their feet and, well, okay, fine, here it is. This is Star Trek all over again. And, you know, what was the result of them giving in to the Star Trek fanboys? They've made, I'm going to spitball here, $11 billion dollars on that thing that they were willing to let die. And the fans said, we will pay money for this. And they said, well, that's the business we're in. And let's get back to actually the, there, 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 like I said, there've been abandoned plans. It looks like there might be revived plans. What, what would you guys like to, what would you like to see? Um, would you like to mm -hmm. see something else in the Whedonverse? You said you'd like to see a Batman with- The, the Whedonverse? The, ah, the ah, oh my God, what did I say? Oh, oh, the Snyder, Snyder verse. <laughs> between between that and, and your Wonder hey. Woman description, I always thought I was the one who'd get canceled first, but you know. Yeah. I, I, I ate too much. I, 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 yeah. So anyway, yeah, yeah. um <laughs> so oh um uh so anyway, so back to you'd mentioned um that you want to see a new uh you'd love to see a new Batman with with this Joker. Would you like to see mm -hmm. it with um with uh, Ben Affleck as Batman, or are you thinking that they sh should recast? It just seems like the DC universe is adrift. I mean, I like Joker. Another movie that I was supposed to not like for reasons I still can't figure out. Uh, people, people really put a lot of heart and effort into saying we should not support this movie. But it was a great movie. It just it doesn't fit into any continuity. Well, yeah, it's know. not supposed to, though. I think it's supposed to. I know to. it's not supposed to, but there's the problem. If you're going to be Marvel, you're going to have to, at some point, decide continuity is a thing. And if you're not going to be Marvel, then there's absolutely no reason not to say, yeah, let let uh, Zack Snyder make some uh, Justice League movies in his little pocket universe. And we can, you know, Patty Jenkins can make uh, hopefully better Wonder Woman movies in her little thing. And they don't have to, uh, and she can fly and not use a sword in that one. And, and Shazam is his own thing. And we can just, you know, go on there. But well, maybe I that's think the way to go. Well, I think that was the thing is originally, you know, you had the the Snyderverse, though it's not really the Snyderverse since he's not the one guiding it, right? But um and people complained, you know, they didn't like they they thought they were yeah. too dour. They didn't like Batman v Superman. And so when this one started ha when when Zack Snyder left this, I remember originally I don't think it was well known that his daughter had killed herself. It was Oh, yeah. he was forced, you know, he's leaving for personal reasons. I did air quotes there. Wait, and it's, wait, you know, yeah. He's being forced out because they want to really make it more Marvel-like. And 
and mm-hmm. and then it came out later you know he left for the real reasons he left yeah. and then then it started like oh well after justice league did so bad it's like okay um no now we're gonna do all these standalone films and they tried they took things and kind of tweaked them and made a little more standalone and then when this came out all of a sudden now you're starting to hear this again they're waffling like you said and it, it act to me it actually makes it makes what they did with the marvel films all that more impressive that they they had the leadership and they had the the to to keep everything under wraps and to keep not under wraps but to keep everything controlled and they they didn't have people shit talking things and they had they were able to basically keep it contained for what 10 plus years so yeah so anyway, so are there any other technical aspects we want to fit? Any other points of the film we want to catch up, or do we want to go ahead and wrap this up? The only thing that I would like to point out is, so we're watching it, and it was the scene where, towards the end, where the parademons like rip off the windshield, I guess, of Batman's ride, and Wonder Woman like swoops in, right, and then her like Amazon lamentation music begins because that's what the subtitle said um and i'm like you know that yeah that's cool she's got her music um i wish it was you know had a little more variety than just the same exact song every time she appeared in a fighting scene and then they go to batman and i'm like oh he's got a much better hey wait a minute that's the doof wagon like what's happening right now (laughs) yeah yeah, it was really funny. And I was like, how did Batman get the Fury Road cut? <laughs> did anyone else have an, an audio dish issue? I, I was watching it on the Roku. Um, mm. And I had to cry. Like, I could look, watch other things on HBO Max with no problem. I had to crank this up about 20 to 30% louder than anything else that I oh, ever wow. have watched. <laughs> and I don't know if there was like a, an audio encoding issue or, you know, it's the crappy old TV I'm watching it on. I mean, it is, you know, I wasn't sure if anyone else ran into that at all. I don't recall that as a problem, but that does happen occasionally. You're watching something, you got to crank it up, and then if it has, like, it cuts to a commercial and the, it breaks the glass in the house. Oh, well, that's there. the thing is, like, the, the music and the, the action stuff, actually, it was it was fairly level, which was nice. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. notice, you know, I didn't notice sometimes some movies where it's really right. super loud, and then when they talk, it's right. I didn't have a problem with that. It was just overall, the whole volume seemed long. Yeah, maybe it was just me. So, um, <laughs> was there anything else anyone wants to touch on, or shall we kind of put this baby to bed? All right, so let's jump into our final thoughts. Renee, um, yeah. what are your final thoughts on the film? And if you could rate it um, five, you know, out of five uh, anachronistic VHS tapes. Sure. I uh, Superhero movies are not typically my jam. Um, I will watch them on occasion, especially like, you know, Wonder Woman, because we've been friends for a long time. And I had my Wonder Woman underoos when I was a child. So probably like one of the very first Wonder Woman cosplayers, to be honest. Um, So I was like, I don't know, six. Anyway, I enjoyed this movie. Um, To me, though, it felt a little bit long because there were times where it's like, oh, I've been watching this for 45 minutes, but it's been 12. And but at the same time, when I really thought back on it, it was like, okay, it really wasn't as long as it seemed. It was probably just me futzing around and about having to watch a four-hour movie. Um, but at the end of the day, I didn't, I didn't hate it. I wasn't mad at it. Um, I think I would give it a... Uh, I'm waffling between like a three and a half or a four. Um, I'd say four if it was like a normal length movie. Um, <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm going to give it a three and a half. Not that, you know, not that it wasn't great. It was good. I had, you know, definitely had some enjoyable parts. And but yeah, I'm going to say three and a half. Well, Bill, so what are you, what, what's your take on, on I'm Zack Snyder's Justice League? I'm going to give this three and a half. I would give the the first theatrical release two with the understanding. Uh, so you, a lot of times when I, when I watch a movie for the second time, I either like it a lot more than the first time I watched it or it actually kind of I start seeing the flaws and this is sort of a weird situation because this is the second time I've watched this but it's the first time I've watched this version this this is such a unique movie because of its its story its history I mean the, the story of the film not the story within the film is fascinating they'll be talking about this forever um I liked I liked it so much better than, than the original and that may perhaps be coloring, making making me feel better about it because it's such an improvement. The next time I watch it, and strangely enough, even though it's a long movie and I just watched it a few days ago, I think I could watch it again. I won't be able to because I'm going to be traveling, but I will at some point in the near future devote another four hours of my life to watching this again. So that's kind of a good sign. And um, maybe at that point I'll be able to appreciate it take it away from the fact that, oh, this is so much better than the other one and see how I feel about it on its own, how it stands on its own. But it's it's definitely a big improvement. I, I People who are saying, oh, there's no, no difference here. And, and if you took away all the slow motion, uh, it would only be a two hour film. It's like, if you're going to do a movie with The Flash, I hate to break the news, but if The Flash is part of your movie, there's going to have to be a lot of slow motion. Because, and I shouldn't even have to explain this, if it's not in slow motion, you're not going to be able to tell what's going on, cowboy. So, yeah, that, that's... But a lot, of those were, got, a lot of those scenes weren't flash scenes, but that's... Yeah, but a lot of them were, too. I mean, and, and listen, I did you want to see did you want to see Wonder Woman cut off that guy's head in beautiful Damn slow straight. motion? Or did you want it to be so subliminally fast as, as our true sword would be from an Amazon that you couldn't even tell what happened? No. I mean, there wasn't a whole lot of gratuitous... I wanted you know, it even slower. I want even slower. Yeah, it was a great scene. <laughs> so um, I like I like the history behind this film. I don't like the fact that his his daughter died, but it's it's an interesting story. It's an interesting time in Hollywood, and um, yeah, what a, what a what a crazy ride this has been. But I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it quite a bit more than I thought I would. I actually did not go into this with high hopes. I yeah. was taking a pretty pessimistic <laughs> point of view, and I really thought that this was going to be just putting in a lot of scenes that probably deserve to be cut in the first place, and there's a lot of good stuff there. So three and a half. Well, yeah, I, I wasn't I wasn't going to watch this movie. I was like, uh, I saw, you know, I'd seen seen like I said, Batman v Superman, and that that big overstuffed pizza still sat in my stomach and gave me bad taste in my mouth. So I was like, there's no reason for me to see this. And like you said, I was thinking it was just going to be this uh, uh, overindulgent, you know, gratuitous thing, which it kind of is. But that said, I enjoyed it. I was not, I, I was not bored. I was entertained. Um, again, I watched it in four little chunks, and I think it works well as that sort of, as that sort of streaming, uh, in in that streaming format. Because to me, it's it's very, it's very episodic. It doesn't. Now, maybe because I watched it in four chunks, it didn't seem to flow as well. You know, it's it's hard to say, maybe because I'm watching it that way. But uh, overall, I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. Um, clearly, I missed a few things, such as uh, Wonder Woman's funeral. But 
um, overall, I enjoyed it, and I'd, I'd give it a solid three and a half VHS tapes, which gives us a total of uh, our average of three point three seven five VHS tapes Ooh. for um, for Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League. So I think we'll wrap it up, and uh, thank you for stopping by the video store. And uh, make sure you rewind those tapes. Remember, there are two tapes in this set, so make sure you do rewind both of them um, so that, you know, somebody doesn't get stuck with a half-rewound tape there. Don't be a jerk. Yeah, don't be a jerk. Huh. And uh, come on by and uh, see us again sometime. Say goodbye, guys. Guys, blah, blah, blah. blah. <laughs> goodbye, guys. Bye. <laughs>